Right, ladies and gentlemen, oh, <laughs> what goodness. a funny start to a podcast. It's working well though now, right? <laughs> yeah, now we got it working, buddy. It's all um, that counts. Don't feel you have to record my part. <laughs> you're the uh, you're the star attraction of this episode. Oh boy, you're in I, trouble. I saw on social media um, David Copperfield stopped by. Oh, did you? A couple weeks ago. So, yes. did he hear all the jokes that you did about him? Uh, no, because I knew he was coming to the show beforehand. So, I, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's an old friend, but uh, touching. So, I didn't want to, uh, you know. And he brought his beautiful wife and I think his dresser and his bodyguard. And um, How much um, younger is his wife than him? Uh... Well, she was, I think, in a stroller, actually. No, she's uh, not, I, I would say maybe mm, 20 years, maybe. Wow. I would say. It's tough to tell with him, because with David, you know, he's ageless. And, um, you know, he won't stand in the light. I think it's part of the sleight of hand shit, or he's, he's loading the pockets or whatever. But he's always working on something. And when you shake his hand, I, I do love him. You know, he helped me early in the days. I opened for him. Oh, he did. In, oh, in seriously. the 80s at Caesars. Oh, I didn't know that. Want to hear a Copperfield story? I would love to hear it. Is it okay? Yeah. This is true. And he loves talking about it. So I'm not, you know, I would never hurt anyone or offend him. But um, we were working in, uh, this is like the late 80s. And uh, I'm opening for him at Caesars. And, uh, you know, he is really at the height. I mean, he's... You, know, you can't get a ticket. He just made the Statue of Liberty disappear. It was during this this type of thing. And um, he says to me, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm breaking a bit in tonight. I would love your opinion. I said, terrific. Because, you know, when it comes to, a lot of magicians come to me for advice. They run it all past you. I don't know if you, if you know <laughs> this. So backstage, I see his hand. You know, there's a lot of people that obviously work for him. They bring out a uh, uh, a duck, okay, or a goose. I, I'm not sure what. What is the difference? Pate, I think. No, where is that? Uh, you're very yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a Where are you from? Friend Santiago? Yeah. Okay. Uh, goose is pate. Okay. Anyway, he brings out a goose and he puts it in a cage and he uh, he puts a, a, a blanket over the cage and. Abracadabra, and there is a hog, a hog, but like a 300-pound hog has taken the place of this, and the, the, the cage is gone, the goose is gone, and it's a 300-pound hog, and he goes, this is my hog. Elvis, what do you think? The audience applauds, and the thing takes a dump on the stage, a 300-pound, <laughs> <Ta-da>! right? <laughs> And he gives it a ta-da, and I'm going, wow, he's really played this off well. He goes, how about a hand for Elvis? You know, and the, and the thing does what it does, and it goes off stage, and he, he gives it, I don't know what they feed him. I don't see it. Next night, comes out again. The, the goose becomes the pig. The pig shits, okay? This is Caesar's Palace, in the day when you had a, you couldn't wear flip-flops and shorts. Okay, this is... Uh, he's in a tux. I'm wearing my, uh, you know, my ensemble from uh, Big Fat Fox over on Tropicana. And uh, he comes to me after this. He goes, how great is that? And I go, well, it's... 
you know, I, I mean, because because he goes the shitting pig, right? It's great, right? So that's part of the act. I go, that's you want that? He goes, of course I want it. <laughs> I go, really? He goes, don't you hear the audience? I said, yeah, they're moaning like I'm still on. You know, that's a, that's the thing. He goes, I, I think that's it shits on cue. I go, well, how do you do it? And he goes, well, you know, we feed it, we feed it, we feed it all day and cage it. And then by the time I, as opposed to telling me, you know, I thought maybe tell me how they goose it. So after about eight nights, because back then you do like two week runs, you know, the management who was still back, this is the late 80s at Caesar. So there was still, still a couple guys with the bench nozzles that come back to like, David, watch what the shit ain't big. You know, and David goes, you like it? And they go, we don't, and we don't get it. And people are complaining, especially the people that are ringside. They don't want a shitting pig for $240 a ticket. (laughs) So he took it out of the app. When I saw him a couple weeks ago, we actually talked about I go, what was ever with that? He goes, do you remember the shitting? I go, everyone who was there talking, what was it? He goes, I just thought it would be really cool and really off the wall. And and I never really, but that was a a good story, right? Fun times. But he was... um, I used to page him out at the pool. Uh, yeah, uh, him and Doug Henning had a thing. I don't know if you remember Doug Henning. The oh magician. my God! Yeah, the, the illusion of magic with vaguely. the buck teeth and the hair. I never Everything liked. I never liked magic. Really? Uh, you remember the joke I used to do whenever I see a magician do a trick? I always yell, "Burn him! He's a witch." Yeah, that I love. Yeah, that I love. But it would have been great to have known if you don't like magic. Before I got into the story, so maybe that's why we should, you know, meet before. Well, the you know, but yeah, uh, you have the Can power you not to turn like me. That? Can you not? You have like the power that? to turn me around. You know, uh, I was never a big fan of Las Vegas, right? Until I started right. working for you, and then now, really? uh, I mean, because I mean, you know how to treat a fella. And what did you not like about Vegas before? I don't know. You know, my father loved Vegas, so we yeah. would come, and um, I never really performed here. I performed a few times, but, but not many. And, uh, it was playing for you is pretty much, um, my history with Las Vegas. Oh, cause you know, you're always killing here. And, and the audiences, I don't know if you've noticed, you know, it used to be, they were from all over the country. Now, as you see, all over the world, with your act, cause you know, you do kind of like an almanac set. That's where you're from, pal. And, yeah. you know, I played, uh, oh, I was in Tibet. I was at the, you know, the hoo-hoo hut or whatever you say. Yeah. And, and you know, every city and every, but aren't you noticing there are people from all over the world that, you know, that come to Vegas. That's why, you know, that's what's exciting. That's what about. you got to love, yeah. right? I mean, Vegas is, it's not the same Vegas it was 20 years ago so. when, Sure. Things were shitting on stage at sure. Caesars, you know. Yeah, of course. Uh, wow, those days but no, it was great. Last night there was a dude from from Australia sitting in the front row. Right. I got to talk about they're about to have um, they're they're voting on marriage equality right now. Yeah, you think it's going to pass in Australia? I do. Yeah, yeah. Good. I do. Good. I, um, any civilized yeah. country. Well, now with this, what's who doesn't have it? Uganda, Afghanistan, yeah. Russia, and of course Trump wants to get rid of it. You know. Yeah. But, uh, it's so sad. You, you, you know, we're so, I mean, I thought we were at the forefront in the world at one time, I'm sure. Uh, oh, you mean the United States? Yeah. Yeah. And now, and I don't travel nearly, you, you know me, I'm not a travel, but now when I go, it's like everywhere is like, except, you know, the scary places. Everywhere is better and more evolved and more, you know, and you get this guy who's who's in now and it's just. It's just frightening, you know. I, I try not to get political. Yeah. Some woman tweeted to me today and said, mm-hmm. um, 
I'm, I'm, it was an older woman and she sure. said, are you, I'm thinking about coming to your show tonight. Um, do you do political humor? And I said, no, but um, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain there's something you would find objectionable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anybody who would yeah. tweet to a comedian, of course, to make sure they're not going to yeah. be making Trump jokes. Yeah, point her out and to then me. And she, she, then she tweeted back and said, I just don't want to hear any POTUS jokes. So, oh, then you should I say mean, don't come. Well, I mean, I didn't say anything. I, why not? I, 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 I mean, I, I. But why wouldn't you? But you if, know, you're if, a master of the First Amendment. If you don't want to hear Trump jokes, good luck leaving the house, turning on the television. Well, I don't think we want him here at all. Who is this twat? I would like to. I don't know, but obviously um, it's scary. I go, yes, that's all I do is Trump jokes. No, but I mean, if, if, if you're sure. if, if you're checking with a comedian, what kind of. It's uh, frightening. Jokes they're going to be doing, you're going to find something objectionable. But that is when you say, you know, you are one of the masters. Thank you. You do, you do know that. And I do talk <laughs> to people and they go, you know, who do you have coming? And I'll go, we got Jenny the Mime or you know the people that come for her. Oh, we got Tom, oh, Tom Rhodes, I think is one of the mainstays. of. You say, you know what? This isn't for you. Yeah. Because what, 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 what do they want? A breakdown of your act? Yeah, you know, that really, really bothers me. You know, I get excited now when I walk two or three people. You know, I walked the deuce the other night. Yeah. You know, and I know you, you know, you sit back here and you, you wonder how I pay my rent. Because, you know, I could pick up your vibe. But I, it gets so <laughs> crazy when, when people try to, you know, or I'll get a note or they'll send something to the, you know, to, you know, to the management. You know, that about me or someone else. And, you know, I get, you know, you get mail. Is it, you know, they think I'm, I'm reading all of it. And I usually do when it comes to the club because I soak everything in water before I open it because you know my act. But I'm like, it's amazing. In case there's people, anthrax in it. Yes, it, it, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's amazing when people do that. But you get a you get a aside from people from all over the world that come here. You also get a great cross section of America. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I love the way you work the room and it, it, and I'm I'm always watching you to see who's in the audience. You know, there's a guy from Boston, sure. a guy from Houston, people from Maryland last night, yep. Australian guy. Yep. Are you finding people more sensitive? Uh, I'm, I'm finding the Americans uh, a little sensitive. In the beginning, when I would hit on Trump, the I mean, there were, you know, and now it's getting less and less and less. But the international people, the, the you know, Europe, anywhere, I, I mean, they loathe this guy, you know, and, 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 and it's... You know, how do you, you know, I, I really never was, you know, I don't care about Republican, Democratic, you know, it's, it's all about the per. But I mean, you know, if this guy was my neighbor, I would move because he's like <laughs> everything you can't stand about humanity. And and it's not. And, and what's sad is, it, you know, it's made me hate government more than ever because no one except a handful of people who don't really have much power don't stand up to this guy and say, you know what? You're not well. There's something. The captain's left the bridge. There's something. You know how, look, you know, you, we read audiences. We read people. That's our job. You can look at someone in the front row and know when they're not home, you know, and you sometimes go right over it, you know, or you sometimes, let me tell you what I do in my act, Tom. I try to be positive. I want people to feel good. You know, if I see a guy in a shitty shirt, I'll go, uh, he got great shoes. You know what I'm saying, right? You know, if I see a, a guy with a you know with a with a 
a fucked up smile, you know, funky teeth. I'll go, hey, you know, uh, you got great hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see a guy with a big nose. I'll go, nice yarmulke. You know, this is how I, because what I really want to do. It, uh, is We're supposed it, to make people feel better about yes, themselves. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's what comedy, I, I, I mean. I, I don't know. I just get crazy with it. That's why I hate social media, and I'm always pushing against it. And you know, I can't get verified. I can't get verified. I, I find true. that hard to believe. Isn't that unbelievable? You told me that last night. I know, and it's. I, really, I will share half my check with you. Well, I appreciate that. While you're you're only getting half your check, <laughs> but but here's here's what's weird. I don't care, and people are like, "Man, you got to get verified. You got to get verified." Yeah, and it's like you got to write a letter, and I'm saying. This is this is this is so crazy. This is so. I'm afraid if I get verified, my followers will go down. That's what I'm afraid of. Because I'll, you know, this this could be. I don't have many. I have like 35, 40 followers, but they're very committed. Um, but uh, this whole social media thing, it's like with these trolls, these people that don't have the balls to say anything outside of their little, you know, basement that they're living in. Right. Um, that we're working in one actually right now, but. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't care what, um, you know. You, you try and tweet a funny line, and then three people, um, you know, especially if you make something about the um, joke about Trump or something, and then his little uh, internet Gestapo, yeah, fucking comes back on you harshly yeah. and everything. It's like, uh, I, and, and and like if I write a great joke, I don't want to give it out for free. On the fucking internet. I don't blame you. That's not the way. That's right. It's it's uh, you know, and 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 if I'm constantly thinking about tweeting, I'm thinking in the short form. Yeah. You know, I've gone through periods where I'm like trying to think of clever tweets, and then I'm not writing yeah, jokes. Of course. And who so. cares about clever? Let me ask you because you you know you work all across all across the globe. Do you ever talk about Trump in other countries? Do you, do you ever take? Yeah. That no, I do a lot, and I got there's more. I got a much longer hunk. Sure. Um, I mean, I didn't do any of my Trump stuff last night, but... Right. Um, and why is that? Because it's so funny. But but I mean... Well, you know what? I, okay, honestly, and I was yeah. going to say this. So we just started the week last night. Sure. Las Vegas just suffered the worst mass shooting in American history yep. Two, yep. We, two weeks ago. Yep. Um, yep. It felt so good. Though I, I, if, if it wasn't sold out last night, it was very close to being sold out. Yeah. And it felt so good to be in a room full of people in Las Vegas laughing their asses off. Yep, it right. felt even more special yep. than it normally does. Yep. I always love playing here, yep. especially when you and I are on the same show. That's yep. like um, the 1927 Yankees murderer's row. Very and nice. uh, it no, just felt even more special. And I I just thought, I mean, you know, like the the... the you know, uh, every day I wake up hoping um, Donald Trump leaves the United States for a younger country. I've got, <laughs> I've, I've got. There, there, How do you not do that? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, now I will in case that woman comes. Yeah, but yeah. you know, um, so stuff about my mom because she voted for Trump. My whole family sure. are all you know. Right? How do they feel now? Do they, they still feel fucking love the guy. How can you still? Well, and love then he them, stands though? up. He went to that. That Christian coalition family values thing two oh, days ago. Family values from this and guy? From this guy. And he's saying, we can say Merry Christmas again. 
and he's against abortion. He's just given him. So you know how many he abortions be, he's probably he paid for his time. Anti, uh, uh, he, he can be as racist or whatever he wants. As long as he says Merry Christmas. As long as he's pro-Israel, anti-abortion. He ain't pro-Israel. Well, it's... Uh, you know, he, he, he ain't pro. He ain't pro anything. He's pro-Trump. That's all he is. He doesn't care. But there's only a, a few little thin things that the, the hardcore Christian right want. Are your, are your family hardcore Christians? Hardcore Christian Republicans. <laughs> all of them. I'm the one. Wow. They call me Tommy the Commie. I'm the left-wing right. liberal. You, is of that the what family. they call you? They call me Tommy the Commie. And I, but they're closer to Commie than you. Why do you say that? Communism. Yeah. Right? Well, I think heavy-duty right-wing Republicans, I think, are closer to what communism is than a left-wing liberal. Uh, right-wing Christian Republicans? Why would you say that? Well, because look, look, look at the control... And, and all the things that they're not open to and all the things that, that you, you know, they, 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 they march to one drummer when you're a right wing, heavy duty Christian. I believe it's all about one thing, which is what communism is like. There's only one way. And that's how I equate it. Am I off? No, in and that in that regard, you. and I mean, in, in, in all, well, why would you be the communist? Well, in all, not liberal. in all truth, I'm a socialist. Uh, right, I'm, I'm, I'm not a communist. Oh, and I see. What I've you been see. to communist countries, and I've seen and they love the, you, the inequality sure. of uh, right, uh, you know, rich people and of very course. poor people. Um, well, I was called a socialist now because I I wanted Bernie. I wanted Bernie. I thought that, you know, Bernie Sanders, and they think he's a socialist. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So that I felt that people should have, should have help with education, and that if a child is born with a congenital defect of some kind, that he shouldn't, you know, be shunned for not, uh, uh, because of a pre-existing condition where he now can't get insurance. To, I mean, you know, I look at Jimmy Kimmel, who's so right on, and, and if he didn't have money, what would his baby be doing? How would his baby get the cardiac care he needs when yeah. he was born? So, I mean, it's how do you take that from someone? Well, if you're saying you're for uh, basic health care for everyone and basic education and care for the elderly and, yeah. and having compassion, that's in my mind, that's being Christ-like. That's not being a socialist. Well, thank you and, very much. Uh, you know, so I don't understand how like right wing Christian Republicans have no compassion for anyone. Well, that's and, my question. And they don't want to help anyone. They're against immigrants. Uh, there's all these people upset with the the Black Lives Matter thing. Like this, the knee, take a knee for the national anthem. Yeah. Now it's not even about Black Lives. Now That's it's right. about disrespecting the flag. Sure, of which, course. Which is a brilliant um, maneuver for, for for Trump to distract away from. Of course, it is. the reason why they're taking. And the he's going first. down anyway. He's going to go think? down. I think he is. I think he's going to go down. I think this Russia thing is going to get thick. And I think some people are going to have to strap on some balls and and hit the 25th Amendment hard. And I just, look, regardless of what you think, I, I think he's mentally um, sacrificed. I think there are, look, we all put our, our, our foot in our mouth. We all do things. We all say the, and, and, and forget comics because that's our job. But I mean, people in our daily, you know, we all make mistakes. We say things we just, 
this guy is so out of control with with his ego and his thoughts that he says things on the daily, on the daily that either he doesn't, either he's so stupid that he doesn't know it's really detrimental to himself and his base, which I believe is 11 people now in your family, um, that, that, that or else he's so out of control. Because a person that knows you're the president, forget how dumb he is, that he doesn't know he's a president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Now, that kills me. He goes, I talked today to the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. This is what he said a couple of days ago, which is him. So um, yeah, that's my therapist. Let me turn that off. Sorry. So, so my point being, I don't think he has control to control himself, to literally take a breath, count to 10 before opening that yapper. Because, you know, I used to work for his casinos in Atlantic City 30 years ago. You know, and I would open for their their major acts. I was an opening act there for a couple of years. He was loathed. I mean, just when I would eat in the cafeteria with the employees and they would talk about what he does, how he treats them. Because Trump's thing was, I'm cleaning up the streets of Atlantic City. Because you know what a toilet parts of Atlantic City yeah. is. And the casinos came into the mm-hmm. hood and they built these giant billion dollar casinos and they screwed that neighborhood. And they just moved the homeless a little to the left and the impoverished a little to the right. And he never put a nickel back in that town in building a shelter, in helping the community, in making the hospital better. He did none of that. And I think this is just a bully who was always kind of disliked. You know, he's hated in New York and always was before this. He was never led into that New York circle and how he's obsessed with Obama and crowd sizes. I mean, he says things that most narcissists would be too embarrassed to say. You know, even the people with the biggest ego are like, you know, I'm not going to tell people there's 500 million people. I'm not, not going to keep. What is it with you and Obama? Leave it. I know he still he keeps bringing up Obama. He keeps bringing up Hillary. You know why? He's what? a racist. He's a dyed-in-the-wool racist, and you can't change a leopard spots. Because if he wasn't, he would... You know there are people around him going, President Trump, let's not put Obama down as you've done every day. Stop with beating Hillary. Stop with that. How about Puerto Rico? That is part of the United States. Wow, he said he said they're too lazy to help themselves. Can you believe that? Can you fucking believe that? They, Which is they like can't get that's out what of racists say about Mexican people or black people. That's exactly that right. exact sentence. That's exactly and right. And this is an American territory. Yes. The mayor of San Juan yes. is uh is is on the news every day going yes. we're we're, we, we, we need yeah. water, we're starving, we need medical attention. Exactly. And what, and what does he do? He throws paper towels at them. Like it's a, like he's at a carnival, and that's that's really what you know what it's about. How can anybody? And, and look, we all make mistakes. You know, you vote for someone and then you see their true. How can anyone still look at this buffoon and say it's all right after after what's happened? It's 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 hard for me. Yeah, but Charlottesville, he can't condemn oh, the Nazis. God. No, he can't condemn the and, Nazis. Uh, he's 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 going to start a, a World War Three with North Korea on Twitter. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he will, and he's going to piss off Iran. Okay, because he's oh, yeah, not he handling that. The, wow. See, now, now Israel may not like that. Okay, 
or they may. But the point is, Iran is going to start something with Israel if we piss them off too much. And then it's World War V. We're going to skip three and four. So when you're pro-Israel, you work the diplomacy because Iran, we don't need it. And we sure don't need, but, but how crazy is our guy? You know, I guarantee you, Kim Jong-un is going, that guy's pretty crazy, you know, and not that bright. So crazy, and you know, you can't fake stupid. And and he, bless his heart, he's uh, he's got to go. And I don't understand how our system is so flawed. Yes, first of all, we got to get rid of the electoral vote. The, the, the electoral vote is, I mean, and this Yeah, the electoral really college is bullshit. So if the yeah. electoral... Um, votes are more powerful than the individual vote. That means that the individual vote is worthless. That's exactly right. And Trump, you know, I, I wanted anyone but him. You know, Hillary's no prize. So No, why do we have the, the two the, worst choices in history? Yeah, because you know? the people with the goods don't want the gig. Because it's easy for anyone who voted for Trump to go, well, I wasn't going to vote for her. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So exactly. why did we have the two most corrupt human beings on the planet? I don't know. Why did you think? You're, you're a reader. You're very bright. What is your take on all this? I think the Clintons had a stranglehold on the Democratic Party. I think the yep. Democratic Party were too wimpy to yep. tell her no. And they... Who else did we have? Uh, Joe Biden. Why not Joe Biden? He didn't run. He wasn't interested. And then the, the, the mistake that Hillary made... Uh, she should have chosen Bernie Sanders as his running mate. Yeah. I saw Bernie Sanders on Tavis Smiley yep. a month after the election. Yep. And Tavis Smiley said, if she would have picked you, would you have been her vice president? He said, oh, my God, of course. Yep. I thought he just didn't want the gig, no. which is why she didn't ask him. No, that's how but stupid she is. She, I guess, uh, was holding a grudge over the, the nasty... You know, him saying that she's a, yep. in, a puppet of Wall Street yep. and um, yep. part of the warmonger machine or mm -hmm. right. she voted for Iraq. All of that is correct. But yes. I can't even remember the guy's name that she chose. I don't either. That's don't how either. inconsequential that yeah. was. And he was another non-event. You know, you looked at him and again, it's, uh, you know, he had the head like, uh, you know, like an entrance to a fun house. He had that goofy smile and, you know, he would just look around and it, it, it's all, you know, it, it's just, it's odd and it's, you know, but, but who knows, you know, it's things we can't control. And that's what I'm learning. I'm not doing well with it. I'm learning to, you know, things you can't control, Brad, you get, but I mean. No, and then poor people, they just took took away the, the subsidies for health care for poor people. Yeah, for poor people, which uh, was rich his people, base. Rich corporations now get a tax break. That's the first thing we don't need people it. always do is give wealthy corporations yeah, a tax break. Yeah, when you're a pig like he is, you do. A guy that never had to work a day in his life. His dad gave him everything he ever needed. He never had a punch a clock. He never had to work. And this is what's sad. A lot of his base were the poor people that believed he gave a shit. He don't care about anybody. And that's what's sad. And that was the base, the miners, the people that, that, you know, the factory workers, the people that made this country what it is. They said, yeah, anyone but a politician, right? So they bought the, you know, the snake oil from this carnival barker, unfortunately. And now they have less than when Obama was in. They have less because they can't take care of their families. Now they don't have. 
the health coverage. And there's something very, very wrong with this. I believe health coverage is a, is a right, especially in the richest country in the world. It's just sad. I agree. It's just sad. I it agree. Really and sad. I think you should have um, basic education. I do too. You know, if you, if you can't produce critical educated thinkers, you're never going to be able to compete in the global marketplace. And China, well, those, days are uh, those we'll people are all, they study science and, and uh, in, in technology and, and we're more of a dogmatic, mm-hmm. um, thoughtless country. Yeah. And so. it's only going to get, it's only going to get worse. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but, uh, well, it was funny is just that, that Trump supporters don't want to hear a comedian make a Trump joke. Why? And he's the biggest bully in the world. I know. He's shitting on people, shitting on the, the mayor of, of uh, San Juan, oh, all these different man. people. He's like such a bully and a dick. Yeah. And yet they can't. They're so thin-skinned. Because they're bullies and dicks. Right. How can you not be a bully and dick and, and like this guy? This guy is everything in our society we, we try to stay away from unless you're one of them. Yeah. You know? And, and, and most bullies can't take it. They, no, they can't. And that's, and that's the thing. When you come back at them. Yeah. And out of all the people in the Senate and all the people in the Congress, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, you're telling me 30, 40 people can't get together and go... You're out. We're going to take the 25th Amendment. We're going to prove that you're mentally... I'm telling you, he's, he's incapacitated upstairs. I, I, I think he's, he's a lunatic. I really, really do. And a guy who cannot control his emotions or feelings because the stuff he is saying... When I was watching him on the campaign trail and watching those debates, I would watch what he would say, and I would say, he, he doesn't want this gig. He's getting too close, and he wants to go back to his little, you know, uh, 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 gold-filled urinal in the most, oh, God, the tasteless apartments that he has. And what he does, you know, I've never seen a white guy from New York with, you know, gold inlaid bidets. I mean, you know, what are you, the prince of Dubai? You've been, you're from Dubai, friend? I've I've been to Dubai. I know you have. And a good place. Fun place? No. No. Okay. No. I wish they'd take him there. But it's it's just uh, anyway. Uh, look at people. Look, you're you're six viewers. They don't need to hear this. <laughs> viewers, viewers, listeners. That's how. Yeah, listeners. Yeah. Um, have a jelly bean. Wh- have a jelly. Want some candy? <laughs> Got a lot of candy here at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. What about um, the? What about the mood in Las Vegas now after this horrific mass shooting? You know, you know, it's it's unbelievable. I um, a couple days after the shooting. I went to the country station that was sponsoring the event. Um, a lot of their employees weren't ready to come back. It was just a few days. Yeah, 80% of their employees were there promoting the event. And, um, you know, the resiliency in this town was, was uncanny and the way everybody got together. You know, I can't stop thinking of the people that ran back in to save people they didn't know. Yeah. The first responders, how do you run towards the bullets? You know, I think of these people 
they're being honored at an event on Friday that I'm going to pop by and just before the show. And, and you just, you know, it's, it's a very odd time and it's a, you know, they keep, you know, you hear the news, you know, we're closer to finding the motive. We want to know what, who cares what the motive is? How can there be a motive when you're, you're so deranged that you, you, you create a massacre like this? Motive isn't going to give anybody any closure because there's no explanation for something this heinous and, and crazy and to happen. And when it happens in your backyard, you know, it's really, uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking and it's sad. And, you know, when I drive around town or go to the market or whatever, I pass that, that beautiful memorial that they, they built right near the Vegas sign where people drive in and take pictures and there's, there's 49 crosses and flowers that are laid there every day. And, it, and you look at it and you just go, you know, it's sad. And has one thing happened regarding the gun laws? No. Nothing. And you know, when, when nothing happened after Sandy Hook and those babies and young kids were killed, that's when I went, this country's going in the shitter. Yeah. You know, because Australia, they had one massacre, I remember, a few years. Guns were banned. Hobart, Tasmania. That's yeah. right. That's right. The guns, they were done. They went around and collected them. They did the same in Scotland and England. Afterwards. Right. So yeah. what is it with us? Yeah, and it, 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 the gun lobby is that powerful that the majority of Americans who are, are, are against mm-hmm. regular citizens having yeah. assault rifles and basic... I mean, the Constitution says a well-regulated militia. Yes. Well-regulated means rules and guidelines. That's right. It doesn't mean any asshole can do whatever he wants. That's right. Regarding accumulating a, a stockpile of, uh, you know... So that's how rich the NRA is. And that's the kind of horrors that the government is. Because it's nothing else. When was a machine gun ever saved a guy's family? or used in a home invasion or something like that. And I'll talk to some gun guys and I think, look, second amendment, absolutely. I'm pro-gun, but I am too. But I, I don't think regular citizens should have assault rifles. And nor do you need them. And I think that nor if, you if you're going to have assault rifles, there should be a limit to the bullets that go onto the clip that you put onto the assault rifle. Yeah. Because all I ask from my government is the chance to tackle my executioner should he happen to reload. That's, uh, I don't think that's too much to ask. Because that's the that's only time anybody put. gets that's away. brilliantly put. That's the only time anyone has ever gotten away is, brilliantly put. is when they reload. So just give me the victim that that's chance brilliantly to run put. away or tackle. That's it. And the bump stock thing that made this guy shoot for 11 minutes, you think the next day, you don't need the bump stock. Yeah. So your machine gun will fire five minutes. What do you need it for? Yeah, I talked to some gun guys. Oh, yeah, I like to go out in the desert and blow shit up. Great. Do it with your Colt. And you got to remember, when the the Second Amendment, everybody had muskets. Yeah. You know, they put a gumball in a thing. They pound in some uh, some, some gunpowder, and you're off to the races. It it takes you 20 minutes to reload. Then, I mean, it's, it's a musket. Now, you know... I mean, I mean, look, look at this massacre. For what? We got a hundred guns. 
So. Yeah, and the, 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 apparently the sick fuck had no motive. Mm-hmm. He was just a sick fuck right. who had the fantasy that uh, I've read so much about it that, you know, the guy was a really, um, he would spend thousands and thousands of dollars on um, uh, high stakes video poker. Yep. And that the dopamine rush of That's the right. thing, he had like, he had worn off the dopamine rush. That's exactly right. And that some theories are saying that just this was just his, um, his way of getting a dopamine rush was to... To get a big number of uh, yeah, killing people, you know. which and and then uh, and and that it's somewhat of an insult to people with mental illness to say this guy had a mental illness. You're because, absolutely right. Because not everyone with a mental illness wants to do harm to other people. That's exactly right. And that this guy was a sane, sick fuck mm-hmm. who just had so much hatred for other human beings. That's correct. It meant nothing to him to... And that's a great point because, you know, there's there's mental illness and then there's, you know, there's derangement, if that's a word. And and it's not fair to a lot of people because me- mental illness, you know, it's a big blanket to throw, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I believe, actually, I believe that we all have different mental issues. Not you, uh, Tom. Yeah, well, we, we all go through periods. You know what they call you in Fox 5? The James Bond of comedy. That was used at yeah. Rachel has a thing for it. I love, I love, Rachel I always, has a thing. I for always it. dress up. I'm always wearing a suit I when I go there. I she love says it. he always looks so good, and I was like, I'm here today. And she said that on the air. And I, she says he's like the James Bond of comedy. I go, what, 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 is, what, what, what does that mean? And I always I have stories you. of traveling the world. So. Yeah, yeah. See, of course you do. Of course you do. But now, see, and that's a Fox News station. Yep. And I love all of those people. Mm-hmm. They are, are so I wonderful. I went off on, on you know? Cheeto Head today on Fox, and I did a little, you know, a little my Cheeto Head, my anti-Fox stuff. And, uh, you know, tested, I pushed it around a little bit. And, and let me tell you something. They all hate him there. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't? And I look at the other Fox people, you know, forget the, forget the nut jobs motive. What's our president's motive? What what's what's Fox's NRA motive? What what is it about at the end of the day that that how many people have to really look? You should be able to protect yourself, your property, your family. That's not that question. But when does it get? Why can't they see the thousands of people that were affected by these deaths by the people who were in? Why don't the people see that that run the NRA? Oh, okay. Okay, or, or or the kids at Sandy Hook, or, or yeah, where's the where's the, the the conscience of the people who who run the NRA and, and they well, threw the I... the one breadcrumb of okay, let's get rid of the the bump stocks because they don't want a larger gun debate happening. But it is interesting. I mean, there there, there should have been an, an executive order against assault rifles or. You know, um, immediately, immediately, or a magazine clips with thousands of bullets in it, uh-huh. and it's interesting the language of when there is a mass shooting that um, if it's uh, if it's a, a black person, it's a criminal act. Mm-hmm. If it's an Arabic person, it's a terrorist act. Yep. And when it's a white person, it's always a mental health issue. That's the way the media wow. normally reports That's on these stories. Brilliantly put. Yeah. That is brilliantly put. Uh, what's the first executive order he he uh, draws up after the massacre? Taking away the poor people's insurance. Yeah. There's something wrong. 
there's something wrong. And it's not a democratic thing. It's not a there's, there's no a, morality. Where, yeah. where, where's the morality? Look, but we it, all have children. It, we all were children. If a terrorist yeah. act, yeah. we would have sent the military to wherever the, the country that of origin that person was from. That's right. Or, or, or whatever. We'd have spent billions of dollars in retaliation. That's right. And That's right. I don't know why we don't have the same... I can tell you why. Where's the, where's the outcry? I can tell you why. No one wants to go to Reno. I think that has a lot to do with it. That's where he, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and these are all brilliant, brilliant points. And it's just, it's just odd that no one steps up and got, you know, there, there's no doing the right thing in politics. You know, it's like all these people that took the pledge to be a civil servant. Why did you do it? What are you, you know, what are you in it for? What, 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 what is it about? It's like none of them have families or children. No, no one makes a, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's sad, and it gets it gets. There's, there's no one that, that that you know. How do you say no to a family with a with a sick kid or, and 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 the tax cut for the for the, look, my taxes are frightening as it is. Do I need an extra one or two percent? Give it to the people that can't ha- have three square meals. How does it not go to the? Does Trump need more money? Do the corporation? Need, how is that? And he's. Uh, and he's talking about it. A beautiful, a brilliant, a fantastic... Him with the adjectives. You want to just... You know, I thought I had a bad... We're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, exactly. What? They, he needs a tax cut. The, the, the corporate America, who's fucked us every which way, between Wall Street and everything, they need the tax cut? How do you not give it to the people making 30000 a year? Yeah. How did they not get it? I don't know. Well, the government is being run by people who hate government. So uh, they're trying to run it into the ground as hard as they can. I don't think we'll ever recover from this. I don't think so either. You know, I mean, our standing in the world. I mean, um, you're going to pull back the Iran deal now after every... It's been ratified by every member of the UN. Mm-hmm. and We have no negotiating. How about the Paris Treaty? Where now all that stuff is coming... Yeah, it's nothing to do with it, and the factories get to do with it, and the emissions. He doesn't. He doesn't believe in, in in global warming. I see. There's a hurricane heading to Ireland. It hit. Did it hit? It hit yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I when was, is that? I, I spent yesterday sending messages to all of my friends in Ireland. Are they okay? Going, How bad hey, is it? Uh, there were four people died from um, falling trees and trees blowing around. Okay. And the west coast got hit really hard. But, you know, I, I'm from Florida, yep. and I, I looked at the news yesterday, and Ireland looked like Florida. This massive hurricane swirl. How, how are your people in Florida? How are they? Uh, you know, they were all without electricity for, I think, a week. Really? And okay. all of the um, food in the fridge went bad. Yeah. Uh, everyone survived, thankfully. Right. right. And um, it was very hot, so they didn't have yeah. air conditioning. Um, people were very uncomfortable and, you know, you had to clean up the debris and all that shit, but... um, Where were they in uh, Florida? uh, The Orlando area. Okay, that got hit hard. Oviedo, Winter Springs. Yep. Castleberry. Yep. Uh, If if it would have went straight up the middle of the state, they'd have been really fucked, but it veered off a little, went up the West Coast. Yep. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's no joke. I'm glad they're okay. But, But again, you know, it's... You know, there isn't one thing that uh, that he's behind where 
where I go, okay, that's it. Ask John Kelly if Obama called him when his son died. Did you see that on the news today? Isn't that unbelievable? It's like, why? What the fuck? Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. And Obama did. That's what. That's what's scary. As opposed him. As opposed to him saying, "You're right. I owed him a phone call." And get on the horn. Obama didn't do. It. And Obama did do it. That was. Isn't this the same guy who insulted the Gold Star family? Of course. And said to John McCain, "I don't. I like my war heroes not to get captured." Yeah. Um, yeah. Is I think he's disrespected the flag and the military. Uh-huh. More than anyone, I agree, and he's, I agree, and just because he's he's got to make America great again hat, he's supposed yeah. to symbolize. Uh, I, I mean, are his supporters that big of suckers? Yeah, you know where you just go, oh my god, whatever this dude says. Now, do you talk to any of your family about it? It's hard to. It's got to be. I mean, I have a couple close close friends that voted for him, and. You know, I, I will never let politics get in the way of, of, of uh, I mean, friends I, I adore. It's difficult for me. It's difficult because they still can't say, I made a wrong choice. Yeah. They're hanging on to this fantasy like he is. It's weird how his base lives in this snow globe as opposed to, look, you know, we've all been fucked in our life where you go, wow, I didn't see that coming. Or boy, did I buy into that. Or, ooh, that was a shitty investment. How do you back this nine months later when you see what a demise it is? Well, there's another line that I've been doing, and it's about my mom, that um, my mom absolutely hated Bill Clinton because he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. Sure, as and you she should. could never forgive him for that. Right. And her hatred for Bill Clinton carried over to Hillary Clinton. Sure. And I was talking to my mom a few months ago, and I said, Mom, what if it's true? What if it comes out? that Donald Trump really paid prostitutes in Moscow to urinate on that bed at the Ritz-Carlton because the Obamas had slept on it. What if that turns out to be true? And my mom goes, well, it didn't happen in the Oval Office, did it? <laughs> Honest to God. Okay, that's a good question. That's okay. Which is funny. She has a point. But yeah, no, I um, I don't even talk politics with yeah. my family. I think it'll come out that the hookers urinated on him while he was on the bed. I think he's a golden shower boy. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, it's funny. Rex Tillerson called him a moron. And then the next day he comes out in the press and goes, yeah, we'll have an IQ test and uh, we'll see who's smarter. Uh-huh. And then the whole moron thing that. went away. Went away. And you he know. never denied it. You know, yeah. I don't know if you, you saw never hear Jack anything Tapper. about it. Did but you like... see with Jack Tapper, the, uh, that interview? Tapper no. had on CNN with Tillerson? Mm-hmm. It was over the weekend. And it was, I'm just asking, did you say it? And he said, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to dignify it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's, which, you know, it's easy to say no. But... Which wasn't that what Cosby said when he was accused by all those women? That's right. I'm not going to dignify it with a response. That's right. Wow. It's always room for jello, brother. You know that. <laughs> Gonna take it for the thing. Hey, um, so uh, there's one last thing I wanted to say about that that shooting because you were saying that the stories of the people, um, the, in the bravery and the response of people, that there was there were there were stories of the these these guys 
there were these flatbed trucks yep. that had brought equipment and they yep. still had the keys in it. Mm -hmm. And these guys were Vietnam veterans and they loaded up the flatbed trucks That's and right. were making trips back and forth yeah. to the hospital. That was like the story that, that mm -hmm. um, wiped me out. Yeah. Like, my, my buddy, a good friend, actually a family friend and uh, married into Ed's family is uh, the ER doctor out here at sunrise and he was on that night and uh you know it's a tough cookie and he's like it's it was a rough rough i mean things i've just never never seen you know throngs of people he said it was it was it was like a war scene and uh but again you think about these vietnam vets loading on people you think about people getting their loved ones safe and going back in with their trucks and bringing people and there's something that i don't understand And I think someone like you may be able to get to the bottom of it and let me know. The cabs were told not to take people. What? And I heard this. And people that I'm talking to. And the Uber people came in by droves because no cabs. And there were cabs. You know, they got out of the way. But they were the, nobody from the venue. They were told not to. And I don't know if this is true. And I why would the tech? Why that this is what sense. I heard. I heard it was some type of legal issue, where if someone, God forbid, you know, died in the cab or whatever, how it would become it? Because I know Uber drivers out here that were like, we were we were going back and forth all night for obviously for free. And I heard that the cabs were not allowed to, and there were people that were denied access in a cab during this and this this seemed very very strange and i'm wondering if it's bs or i you know i don't want to stir the pot i read so much about that shooting and everything i i, I didn't yeah. hear anything about that. I, i heard nothing about that but i heard it from from uh from some drivers uh wow. and and i thought that was very or maybe it's just uber trying to start this ha. you know to uh to that but uh you know the the heroism is just just amazing And these first responders, you know, I, uh, it's funny. I was at a Starbucks in LA the other day, you know, half the state is burned up up North. It's just a disaster. I mean, this is, I think the biggest fire in California and more structures, more structures, um, burnt to the ground than in Charles area. Schultz, the creator of peanuts, his house burned to the ground. Really? Yeah. He's, he's been deceased for a yes. while, but he's yes, was, national treasure of course from Santa Rosa. And oh, um, all the, yeah. you know, personal effects yeah. of his and his family all. They still had the home and the, uh, the home was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home. Santa Rosa, you got downtown, they've got a Snoopy statue and a Charlie really? Brown statue. Yeah, Santa Rosa is one of yeah. the most livable, charming places in oh, America. It's beautiful. And now it's, it's 85% burned yeah. to the ground. And it's just, uh, you know, and, and I was at, uh, I was in Southern Cal the other day where I live half the time and. I was at a Starbucks and, you know, six, seven firemen walked in and they're ordering for, and, and they went to pay and I went, you're charged for your coffee. So the guy goes, ah, oh, don't worry about it. I bought him coffee and I just had a minute with him and I just thanked him. You know, I said, we just got through the thing and, but we don't think these people that run towards the bullets and um, they said, yeah, we're not even from this area. We've been called in from all over the state because the Santa Anas are going to be really bad now in Southern California. And we're just, you know, but they said we all just came back from Northern California. 
you know, and you see these guys in somewhere in their 20s, somewhere in their 50s, and they just, you know, you just looked at them and I just, you just I mean, but we do without those people. Because, you know, I got to I you know, I run, you know, I run from anything. I, I'm not good. There's nothing brave about me. I have so much, um, I don't mind saying this because I know, I know no one's listening, but I have so much black guilt. You know, I have a lot of black guilt and the way that we, we treat our African-American. I came home a little early the other night and uh, there was a black guy over my, and he was... What was he doing? He was trying to get in my house, okay? And uh, I don't know about the adrenaline, because uh, I have black guilt, okay? And I didn't really know how to handle it. And I could see that he was, and uh, I chased him, because he had, uh, you know, and I mean, I'm not fast, but something, and I, I ran six or seven blocks. I chased him down. He was an older black, I caught him, and I gave him my wallet. That's, the black guilt that I have. Are you serious? Yeah. You're telling a real story. Yeah. Please leave us alone. We're, we're on the air, Paul. <laughs> Is it Paul, my brother? Yeah. Paul, come in. You gotta come in. Paul. Paul. I hate you. The whisper. This is Paul, my brother, who runs the. Uh, who runs it? Give a little oh, props. Paul, Tommy. He runs the club. Give a little Wonderful. props. Wonderful. Give a little, were you sleeping, honey? I was. I was taking yeah. a nap. Were you really? Do you have a nap here? You know, he gets here at like four. Yeah, he Shows it in. 2.30. What do you do with two? How much time do we have? Uh, we're, we're, almost, we're almost done. We're, Just quickly, because yeah. Paul, Paul manages the club. Paul manages the club wonderfully. Um, Tell me a little bit about you're Paul. not here, uh, treats me like a king. Uh, when I'm not here, when yeah, well, I mean, when he always, but I mean, you treat me like a king always, and when you're not here, he definitely takes your mantle of the benevolence and the treating people so well. Isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah. Paul, the show's at eight. I, I want you to run it down just quickly. You get here at two thirty. What do you do? Honestly, vacuum, wipe down. Why would Pop you crew. vacuum? You're but the manager a cleaning, of the club. But the, first of all, we have a cleaning crew. You know, every I night. I'm saying my brother owns the place. I'm not vacuuming. This is what I... <laughs> who tells you to stop vacuuming? When you lived with me in the 90s, he would vacuum. He would vacuum. It, it's a thing. I think it's a... But our cleaning crew is amazing, you right? You be funny. I'll take care of the club. There you go. Fair enough. Okay. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Paul Ames, everybody. Paul Ames. the so, um, uh, did you really chase down this guy and give him your wallet? No. Okay. No. Would you think I? <laughs> First like... of all, I didn't lose you when I said I ran six blocks. <laughs> you see, I come off stage. I'm wheezy. I was I was you, so yeah. locked in on you sure. saying black sure. guilt when I think it's sure. uh, when it's actually white guilt is is what you're the proper terminology, right? Well, I'm, I'm African-American. Okay. <laughs> God, man, why'd you do your homework? I did not know that. It's, it's, it's not a know white that. guilt. Oh, my God. How have... Dude, You're when I... You know, my guilt. hobby when I travel, I go to used record stores, right? Oh, So I was in this so used record store. Love it. And I, I saw this oh, ELO album. And because you have the life-size cutout. Sure. Uh, and the album is called Discovery. Yep. And you yep. are this Arab guy on the album. Thank you. 
And I, I was in the record store. Those were the days you could get on the phone and go, I need someone who looks like an Arab, because there were none here. Right. Now it's, you know, I need a white guy. Um, yeah, yeah, 18. You were on the back of that album. I was on the back of the album. And then the, and you have it here in the dressing room. It's a life-size cutout of you. Virgin Records. As an Arab with a yeah. sword. Yes. Which is mind-blowing to me. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And that was, uh, you know, it was before Airbrush, and I could, I could bring it. I had, you know, like I never did a sit-up in my life. I don't have to tell you. I know you're, you were. And that's, and I'll tell you how that happened. In those days, I was so hungry and so desperate. I would walk into different agencies and do a couple, you know, I'm a hack. I know everyone. I'd do a couple tired impressions and hope that I could meet the agent. You know, you do this nowadays, you get taken out by security. No one can walk into Maced. I, you get maced, you get tasered, whatever. I was hoping for that. And I walked in, it was the Beverly Hecht Agency, and it was on Sunset Boulevard, and I was 18 years old, and it was a commercial agency, and I walked in, and the guy who was the receptionist is now a huge manager in Hollywood. His name is Doug Warner, and, I, and he was the receptionist. And I walked in, I go, hey, my name is Brad Garrett. Uh, you know, what would it be like if Herman Munster was a waiter? And the guy's like, who are you? You know, and Beverly Hecht walked out. It was a little Jewish chick and said, you're all being too loud and noisy. Hello, my darling. A pleasure. Oh, bless her heart. And Beverly Hecht walked out. She was a little Jewish lady smoking. Who's making all the noise? And she goes, what do you do? And they were the casting directors for the ELO album and label. Wow. Were there. And they go, we need a, a giant Arab. And I and you know me, I said, I got one in the car. <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about. That's how you got in. that gig. That's how I got By it. hustling, going from agency By to agency. By walking in. Walk, she signed me. I did two commercials with her. And then, uh, and then, uh, but that, and that, and that's, that, those are the days you could, you could do. But that was, I mean, how lucky. And there was a giant billboard on Santa Monica, because ELO was huge then. Yeah. This is 79, maybe. Don't bring me down. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And that's when they found out they were all lip syncing. Remember that came out of no, ELO? No, I didn't know that. That came out at their concert. About five years after, and wow. then they went, they disappeared. They were, but they were, you know. That's why they disappeared. I never. They, they disappeared. They wow. disappeared. But they were, they were talented. You know, they were the first. I mean, they really got into the synthesizers and that kind of spacey yeah. shit. And, but that was a huge album, and um, you know, didn't get laid a lot by telling the people. You know, I'm the Arab on the back. Did you of hang the out at Virgin Records next to the life size cutout? Hey. A little bit. Recognize, I would. A little bit. I'm so how did you lie. find this life-size cutout? You got it at the time? I had that at the time. And now once in a while, I never had that. And someone sent me an album. Uh, someone sent it to me as a gift, an original album. And I was taking out my storage unit the other day. And I, I went through boxes that were really, it was heavy. There was some great stuff in there that I hadn't seen of my father as a kid. Stuff I really just sat on the floor. And there was an ELO album that was in there from back in the day. And I, I couldn't, because uh, you know, I, you store stuff, you don't know where it goes. Just like that great story about uh, your dad and the bobbleheads. The bobbleheads, yeah. Yeah, I Which love that story. Yeah. Love that Which story. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing in your dressing room, uh, in the green room here, is, uh, and you have it the frame, it's the notebook from the, the TGI Fridays when you were a waiter. That's exactly And you're writing right. down the, the menu, I guess you had to memorize the menu or something. Let me tell you something, that was the menu they gave out. It was handwritten and duplicated that way. Those were the menus from 81, 1981. Wow. And so they looked like handwriting, but we had to take a class for two weeks 
and we had to know every ingredient in every cocktail because they started the frozen drinks. They also started potato skins and they also started the Long Island iced tea. That was, you know, the cause of several deaths and rehab. You know, back then I was tipping it pretty good. So, um, but they really started the potato skins and that was, but you had, before you hit that floor, you had to know every ingredient, the test was crazy, like a 30 page test. Everything, every drink, every alcohol, every everything put in it. And that was, uh, and I had a waiter send me that who I worked with who came to a show and I framed it and, uh, you know, I still hang. One of my best buddies was the bartender at TGI Fridays from 1981 and we're still close pals. And, and you have that to remind you to be grateful, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right before I walk on stage, you go, remember, you're still a fucking waiter. That's true. You know how you send me around and get your stuff. I do it. You're not my only table. I told you that the other night. I love you, man. I love hey, you. Hey, one last thing I want to yeah. uh, get your opinion on yeah. is Harvey Weinstein. Uh, have you ever seen a, uh, a a bigger fall from grace in show? I mean, other than Bill Cosby. Yeah. No, but no. Co- I, I mean, I have it. And it's, it's really, it's just, uh, it's just so, you know, I mean, uh, it's so odd. There's people that are just, you know, I mean, you know, I don't want my wife to watch me shower. I don't want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to look down when I'm showering. To me, it's just, a, you know, but if someone says I'm going to take a shower, I think that's a good time to leave the room. Andre. We're doing a podcast, Andre. Andre, we're doing a podcast. Don't walk in here making your drug deals in front of us on that podcast, brother. This is called White People Doing Their Thing. Oh, my goodness. What's up, Andre? What's up, man? How are you, Andre? You know, Andre? How are you, baby? So this is your top? Yeah, this, this is, is my Tom, uh, baby. This okay. is my little. Andre, project. say hi to say hi to. This goes out Andre's worldwide. The house, uh, sound man. Hi, everybody doing? Yeah, that's Andre. That's our tech here at the Brad Gary Comedy Club. It's good to see Tom in the funniest man in the world next to Brad. Now, well, okay. no, 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 funniest man in the world. Good period. Shout out to anybody, Andre. Um, Shout out to your people, Cincinnati, man. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Cleveland. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. All my people out Wrong ghetto. <laughs> Wrong ghetto. And so, Nick. Can I say Nick? You could say Nick, yeah, uh, sure, Nick, sure. Nick at Hilarities? Yeah, Nick at Hilarities. Is yeah. it, you played Hilarities in no. Cleveland? Yeah, played no. Oh my God, you would turn it out. No. Big room. Yeah. They almost closed after I played there. It didn't, <laughs> didn't go great, but we love Nick in <laughs> Hilarities. I haven't been in yeah, Cleveland man. in years. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, you got to get up there. They, man, does so much downtown. It's like a new city. Is it coming back? Because I remember Cleveland was, Is it? they built it downtown and it wasn't happening. Oh, it is happening now. It's back now. Yes, I love Cleveland, man. Absolutely. I love it's Cleveland. Amazing now. Yeah, you would love it. Beautiful. You haven't been to Hilarious lately? I haven't been there since that one time. Oh, man. Let's, I love it. Let's I, I go mean, there together. You really want to? I'll go there with you, yeah. Would, would you I'll do it? I'll feature for you, absolutely, yeah. yeah I don't know oh, if I want man, to follow no, you, yeah. brother. Uh, I that stupid. I don't know, man. I ain't stupid. I'm old. I ain't stupid. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Maybe we'll, we'll rotate. Maybe uh, we'll rotate closing. Thank you. So what? Yeah. Maybe we'll rotate closing. We'll do it. That'd be great. You can yeah. do it like you do here. Yeah, but I am going to use your goldfish thing if I'm closing. <laughs> <laughs> I shit the bed, y'all. <laughs> I shit the bed, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to somebody on the way to work, and yeah. we was talking about that story. Yeah. She got some goldfish, and I actually thought it was real goldfish, but she got. I said, my buddy Tom does a joke about goldfish. These <laughs> are the crackers, right? She had the crackers. The crackers. Yeah, she had the crackers. Uh, uh, okay. Okay, I want you to stop with the hookers for two minutes. She said somebody gave her a gift of a goldfish. I was yeah. like, oh, that happened to my buddy Tom. He did that in the chain. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
I love them, man. <laughs> oh, man. She said, no, the crackers. I said, okay. I got yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. That's All a fun right. story. All right, gentlemen. Well, listen, uh, a perfect way to end the podcast. That's and I want to sincerely, it. from the bottom of my heart, thank you both oh, for man. always treating me so well. You deserve it. You're the king, and we oh, love man. you, man. We love Tom. You're a brilliant man, and we love you on stage and off, which you can't say that about many people. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Andre? Absolutely. Don't forget to do my favorite joke tonight. Which one? Do I need to say it? What's say it, brother. <coughs> I love that big black dick. That's my boy, Andre.